Blog Talk Radio. Dig it! Welcome to the Atomic Drop Show, live on Blog Talk Radio. Your number one source for wrestling news, interviews, and analysis. You better listen to this. This is the slash of the slicer, the dicer, the ripper, the sweater, the love taker, the money maker, the honey shaker. God, the rock superstar chaos. Sid Vicious. The hardcore homo angel. This is Jimmy Jacobs, and you're listening to the Atomic Drop Radio Show. You can be part of the show by calling in at area code 646-915-9116. Checking it out is my ear is tuned in, and my body feels the pains of the slams and the chops. I'm sitting here on the Atomic Drop Show. Ready to kick some butt. GQ Money here, Revenant on the Tommy Drop Show. Tune in. And now, here are your hosts, Justin Todd and Kyle Cruz. You little punk-ass thieves. Well, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to yet our record-setting sixth consecutive show, the longest-running episodic podcast for the Atomic Drop Show. I am your charming, colorful, and in a completely different state co-host, Justin Time, and alongside me, even closer, is my co-host, Kyle Cruz. Kyle, how you doing? Uh, I'm not doing too great right now because I realize that my co-host has now turned into Michael Cole. Uh, Michael Cole is unfortunately not my favorite announcer. Second, probably only to uh, Tony Schiavone, but with, without a doubt, tonight is destined to be the greatest night in the history of our sport and all that model, you know. But anyway, I'm doing good, man. You know what? It's February. It's the middle of February, and we went maybe, what, like a week in between rain, and now the rain's back. It, it came back, I think it was yesterday. And so now it's all rainy here, kind of storming oh, a little bit. By the way, I don't know if I mentioned this yet, but uh, happy Black History Month to you. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, wait a minute. Since you're one to dole out some congratulations, folks, some congratulations need to be in order here because, ladies and gentlemen, on the other end of the line right now, my esteemed co-host, Justin Time, recently got engaged, man. So I got to ask you, first yeah. of all, well, no. For, for, first, let, let me say congratulations. Thank and you. Number Thank two, you very much. And number two, I got to ask you, the hell are you thinking, man? I'm just kidding, dude. I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> you know, that's probably not a, a good answer if uh, your fiance is uh, looking or listening right now. Yeah, probably. he doesn't listen to this show, anyways. She does or she doesn't? Does not. Well, it's probably, probably for the best, anyway. Probably for the best. No, man, but in all seriousness, man, congratulations. Uh, I do expect to be the best man at the wedding, whenever the wedding might be. Yes, sir, yes, sir, you will be, if you can afford your plane ticket out here. Wait, if I'm part of the wedding party, then you need to pay for me to come out here. Well, we'll split it 50-50 here, something like that. 60-40. See if we can get you on, like, the executive flight from the Atomic Drop office out here. Uh, for, uh, first class, man. That's the only Business class. class. Business class? Business class. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll take it. I'll take it. 
Oh, man, so of I'm course... Pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that uh, Frank episode will spare no expense for you to fly out here. Uh, yeah, I, I'm sure Mr. Frank episode will definitely pay the brunt of the cost for me to go out there to New York. I have no doubt about that. But, of course, man, uh, I'll, I'll, I'm going to come right out and, you know, and, and say it. Uh, I believe I called it. Maybe it was on the show last week or the week before, but I, I called it. The New Orleans Saints are the NFL champions, and I think you called up for the Colts, right? You you were pulling for, for old Payton, right? I actually was hoping for the Saints. I said, I want the Saints to win, but I believe that the Colts will win because of their dominance. Dominance, my ass. Get the hell out of here. But I was rooting for the Saints the whole entire game. Sure, you say that now. Say that now. Right, sure. All right. All right, well, basically, before we get way too far into this thing, you can go ahead and be a part of the show by calling area code 646-915-9116. Once again, that number is area code 646-915-9116. And uh, actually, let's go to to the phone line right now. It is uh, Tom Job super fan, calling all the way from uh, Georgia. DeCarsman, how's it going tonight? Oh, I'm doing good, man. <laughs> What's up, sure. DeCarsman? Oh, what's up? <laughs> so what's, the watch, what's man, up, Garth? Oh, what, what did you say? I said, what's going on here? Oh, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I'm doing good. That's good. That's good. So why are you calling in this evening? Oh, I, I wanted to say something that I didn't get a chance to say last week. Okay. Um, all right. Um, first off, um, I'm so happy that after hearing about it all through the weekend, last Monday, looking at WWE.com, that next year WrestleMania location is coming here to the ATL, man. I'm so excited. I know. That, all right, so... Uh, tell our news. Uh, right. All right, so because you are uh, such a big fan of our show, you're going to spring for our tickets, right? And, you know, like, you're, you're going to pay for our mini tickets, for Hall of Fame tickets, for the Monday Night Raw afterwards tickets, you're going to fly us out Hall there and have a stay at a hotel, right? All, all, all that stuff, right, dude? Oh, I'm like, oh, man, that's a lot. Oh, my good Lord. Well, that's why we're telling you more than a year you're out. Super fan. So you should start saving. I mean, that, those are the perks of being a super fan. If you are the, the time I drop super fan, then you have to make sure that all the hosts are very comfortable in their stay down in the ATL. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. I'm like, wow. I'm just good guy. Oh, oh <laughs> man. I that's going to be an issue because I know my dad want to try and go too because, you know, my dad's going to watch it again. So, oh, my now, man. It, now, tell me if I'm wrong, but – this is the first time that it's ever been in Atlanta, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Now, I know that you guys had the had the rumble there. Have you guys had any other pay, pay-per-views besides that, or uh, is it basically this upcoming WrestleMania and just the Royal Rumble from, uh, I think it was 2002, and then the one from, from last month as well? 
Oh no, no. Um, back in 2007, we had backlash in Phillips Arena. Yeah, but yeah. whoever's we'll backlash though. Oh <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, some people. <laughs> yeah, if you. I guess you got me, man. All right, so uh, what what did you think of Raw last night, man? Oh, Raw last night. Oh, yeah. it was a lot of surprises I didn't see coming. I didn't expect Christian to show up. I didn't expect. I know. I was like. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, Bret Hart coming, and then, um, and oh man, um, it was just, it was just one surprise after another. It was just great. Uh, the only issue I had was I was mad that Kofi Kingston wasn't on the card last night. Like everybody else from the Elimination Chamber got a, some time in, but he only, but he didn't get a match at all. I, I kind of felt mad at that. I was like, come on, like he's part of the Chamber too now. All right, right. first, let me preface this by saying this. I thought Raw was an almost, almost flawless show last night. Um, I think that there was just maybe one or two segments that I I didn't like. One, including that John Cena, uh, Ted DiBiase farce of a match that never even got started, where John Cena came in, plowed through DiBiase, who was also a chamber participant. The match didn't even start, already made him tap, gave DiBiase no credibility at all. And he's supposed to be in the chamber, too. He has absolutely no min- no momentum going, no momentum, not momentum, I don't know where the hell I got that from, but no momentum going into the, into the chamber match. So I would rather be in a spot that Kofi was in where he didn't, he didn't get put in a position where he would be buried more so than Teddy Biasi, who just got plowed through in 30 seconds. Oh, oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah, I could see that. Oh, yeah, I was mad. I mean, even though I like Cena, too, and DBS, but I was just like, yeah, they they kind of made DBS like a chunk last night. Yeah, like you said, no momentum going into the chamber. So I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I see your point. See what I'm disappointed is for like how many following weeks they've had Jack Swagger on, and they did not have Jack Swagger on at all this week. He was having such a good run. Well, well, because well, well, they 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 did say him and Santino are going to fight on Superstars Thursday. That so. is true. That, that is, is true. true. I believe that uh, Jack Swagger is pretty much a uh, very deserving superstar. And I believe that he is uh, pretty much just like being thrown underneath the bus, even though he is probably one of the better talents that they have, and he is underutilized in the business alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you, man. I know. I'm like Jack Wire has been, been yeah dethroned, man. I'm like I didn't, li- I don't like it either. I mean, it's just I'm like Swagger's off. Awesome. I like I said before, I I wish he was U.S. champion instead of Miz to me, but you know Miz. Yeah, because his mic skills and all that good stuff. And and, and speaking of Miz, I I was so mad last night with the, I mean with the triple threat match the ending. I thought I uh, thought the wrong team won. I thought the wrong team won in my opinion. The wrong team. Team. I don't tell me that you thought that uh that the Straight Edge Society was was gonna win that match. Please, please don't tell me that. I was. I mean, I I kind I kind of wanted them to win it because I'm like, I mean, because they because they've been. I, since he getting a lot, so that way CM Punk could sort of get the spotlight time and stuff. Well, yeah, but yeah, but I'm just, I would have I'm to just, agree. Yeah. Also, because if you have uh, 
Punk running around on Raw with uh, Luke Gallows and uh, what's her Serena. shape? Thank you, Serena. Serena. Thank you, thank you. Uh, I think that they would probably give them more credibility and make them an even more of a heel faction group compared to the newly dubbed Show Miz. Yeah, that's what they would call Show Miz. Show Miz. Yep, Show Miz. I mean, if we had them become tag champions, the Straight Edge Society, that would have been perhaps one of the better upsets that I would have seen. And plus, too, just having Big Show become champion, then lose championship, but then regain the championship, too, with a completely different partner, kind of just shows that they're just giving it to him because he is a big man, and they really have nothing, no other plans for the Big Show to do anything with. They're just giving him a tag title because he's just big. Yeah, but I think that Big Show works well in that environment where he's in a tag team where it's it's him and kind of a smaller guy, a, a guy like Miz, a guy like Jericho, who's pretty small in his own right. You know, you have the big, rough, uh, you know, tough, like, guy who's the enforcer, and, and then you have kind of like the more sneaky, heelish um, type that would pretty much take advantage of him and use the Big Show as his meal ticket. And I, I really like teams like that. Uh, and the Miz and, and, and Big Show probably, while they won't be as good as Big Show and Jericho, I think that they'll have a solid run of stack chance. I mean, but Descartes, I, I, man. Oh, go, go, go ahead, buddy. But, I was, yeah. I was just going to say, I mean, I like the Big Show. I mean, don't get me wrong, but he's had how many title reigns now back to back to back? It's like, and I do understand. I do like the big guy for, with the small little guy. I mean, that's always like David and Goliath teaming up together, but I mean, let someone else hold it for a little bit. I mean, just for a brief second. I mean, like I said, the Straight Edge Society, no no one really knows who they're about if they are just a diehard Raw fan. I mean, let CM Punk start running around again and have uh, Festus start undrooling on people and such. <laughs> Dakaris, do you have anything else for us tonight? Oh, um, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Um, last, oh last, last um, Thursday night with TNA Impact. Yeah, I need to start talking about TNA too now since, yeah, I'm a huge fan of that too. I was finally. Mm, I was shocked with um with Pope's victory against Styles. I I did not see that coming, and then I was happy that um Angle and, and Anderson qualified, um yeah for for the tournament that eight card. The uh the eight card stud. Oh yeah, like yeah, right. Yeah. And currently, as of right now, I think that it's. Let's see. It's currently Anderson, Kurt Angle, Desmond Wolf, and Hernandez. Those are the four guys so far who have qualified. And then I believe on the impact this week, they're going to uh, fill the other eight, uh, sorry, the other four spots in the tournament. And it's going to be a one-night tur- tournament, kind of reminiscent of the King of the Ring back in the day. But they will be fi- fighting for a shot at the TNA World title. So uh, I'm definitely 
looking for an impact on Thursday. And uh, for the first time in a long time, I'm actually looking forward to a TNA pay-per-view. And it doesn't hurt that AJ Styles and Samoa Joe will be colliding in the in the main event for the title. That that never hurts. Yeah, it doesn't because like those those two are good wrestlers, and, and like I'm at turn for last year with those with him and Daniels. All those three know how to put on a show for sure, man. And those three, yeah. It should be good, man. But uh, the Carson, we gotta move on to. Uh, to another topic, man. So go ahead and call us back next week. And thank, thanks for the call, brother. Uh, all right. All right. Bye, all right. guys. See you. Ladies and gentlemen, Dakaris, the Atomic Drop super fan. If I'm like these, where I wish that we had a sound effects to, you know, like. I know we should. Also, I yeah. just remembered something that we did not address at the top of the show. What did we not address at the top of the show? Uh, last week, ladies and gentlemen, we were supposed to have special guest Howard Brody on. Yes, you are. But due to a last-minute emergency on his part, he was unable to attend our show. So we rescheduled him in, was it two weeks? I believe it is two weeks from tonight. We will have Howard Brody on along with another special guest that will be announced uh, in the next few days as well. Can't so, divulge that information yet, but... So that means, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, that's right, you'll be getting a special two-hour edition of the Atomic Drop Show. Mark it on your calendars. Definitely so. Uh, once again, Howard, Howard Brody, see, he, he was very, uh, very apologetic. Uh, something came up at the very last minute, and... Uh, that's what caused um, him not to be on our show, but we can't wait to have him back in just a couple weeks. And by the way, I actually finished his book on, I think it was Saturday. That's a damn good book. I mean, I don't know how far along you are, but that was a really, really good good, good book. Probably top, I'm going to say top three. Top three of all of the wrestling books that I've read is that good. All right. I won't lie. I haven't really been sticking with it because I've been a little bit preoccupied with uh, planning my engagement. So well, yeah, man. They're getting married, so it's acceptable, man. But in two weeks, but I, I do actually have the book with me as of right now, so I will be ready for it. I'm telling you, man, it's a great read. I encourage everybody to pick it up. It's available at Amazon.com. We will put a link up on. Uh, our Facebook, actually, I think it's already on there. You can go ahead and purchase it. It's a really, really good book, well worth the money there. Now, of course, Raw last night, I enjoyed it. I know I talked to you after the show, and you gave it a 6 out of 10. I'm going to give it a, an 8.5 out of 10, and I'm thinking that, 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 that that's a little low. But like I said, there was only two segments that I didn't like. One was the Cena DiBiase interaction, and the other one was the whole Subway Jared Santino backstage skit thing. I didn't. Yeah, that, that, that really wasn't. Uh, I mean, then he with Jared in the straight edge society. He's like, why does everyone want to pick on poor Jared? Every time he comes out there, it's always somebody that's messing with him. Because he's annoying. It, 
there is something about that guy that I just don't like, and a lot of people feel the same way. I I can't quite put my finger on it, but he he just seems like an annoying little prude if you were to ever to meet him in person. It just there's something about him. I can't I can't shake the feeling, man. But it's just oh man, it's frustrating, man. But he he makes such delicious subs. He doesn't make the sandwiches himself. I know that, but what he offers is so delicious. I mean, I you've even tried to hunt down the five five dollar. Five dollar foot long. Okay, see, uh, I hope you realize that what you said, uh, at the risk of offending some of our, our viewers, sounded a little, might be uh, considered a little bit um to the homosexual side. Now, there's anything particularly I'm wrong with that. Here, I'm talking about a sweet, delicious, hey, hot, moist, melting submarine sandwich. You sound too excited while talking about that submarine sandwich, though. Yo, no, no, no. You, we have talked off the air, and you wanted to find that commercial of the construction workers singing that song. Because that song is hilarious. When, when oh, those wait. guys sing it, it's, it, it's, it's funny. He's like, but I'm not going to go into this, all right? But uh, this... they're construction workers, man. How do you know that they're not like the other way? Not that there's anything wrong with that. I like it when they attempt to sing the song. That's the only part I like. And, look, I like Subway. In fact, I'm going to go to Subway tomorrow and have a, one of those said $5 footlongs. But, ooh, what are you going to get? Coca Chill, man. It's where it's at. I'm all about okay. the BMT. That's that's my second, man. It, it's either the Italian BMT or the Coca Chill. Or, or get those. a tuna and get it melted. Not a big tuna fan. Oh, you don't know what you're missing. But we yeah, are getting off topic because I'm getting very hungry right now. And you don't want that when you're especially however many miles away from home. So I know, but there is a vending machine right next to me that looks very tempting. Well, then go ahead and, and grab a bite, and uh, I can take care of the show, man. It's okay, man. I can handle it. Jeez, oh, you're wonderful. I know this, right? I, bottom line is, I gave the show an 8.5. You gave it a 6. What did you like about well, Raw last okay. night? Well, okay, here's my reasoning on the 6. Can I take back that 6 and bump it up to like a 7.5? <laughs> sure. Sure you can. Mostly because uh, Atomic Drop uh, Bombers. I... Uh, I had to wake up very, very early in the morning to catch my ride out here to uh, Pittsburgh. So I Nobody had to wants to, to hear your your, so, your little sob story, man. I'm just kidding. Yeah. What I had to do is I had to wake up at 2.30 and be at my ride at 3 o'clock. And then the first hour just seemed like it dragged on. And then you, when you're actually thinking more about your bed than you are wrestling – Pretty much wrestling just seems to drag on and on and on. That's why I gave it the six originally. But then as soon as I called you and I said, oh, boy, business just picked up. And then you're like, oh, dude, then i got to go. Then you hung up with me. Then Vince and Brett came out, and that's what jacked it up a whole, like, point and a half, in my opinion. That is something that I definitely wanted to hit on. Of course, 
Uh, John Cena. Now, I'm not the biggest fan of his in-ring work, but I do like his, his promos. He he can be, you know, uh, um, he can very. Cut it when he needs to. Yes, unfortunately, when, when he's not like that all the time, it kind of distracts from his character. But when he is in uh, a serious situation where he needs to deliver a money promo, he does. And last night was one of those times. The, the interaction between him and, uh, and Vince McMahon were, was, was just well done. Um, I'm going to say this. Bret Hart, he was my favorite wrestler as, as a kid. I have his glasses, or I had them anyway. Um, but there's something about that last segment last night that just didn't sit well with me. I mean, it seemed like Brett's anger was 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 kind of forced. Now, of course, it's wrestling, so it's going to be forced anyway. But it just didn't seem genuine. Yeah, last week Vince spat in uh in Brett's face. Fine, but for Brett to come back a week later, attack Vince and gets in gets in what like five or six punches, gets dragged away by his security team, and then Brett just goes on on this rampage by tearing turn the setup. Yeah, that it, that that was a little hokey. It, yeah, it was hokey, and the crowd they weren't flat for it, but they weren't as hot as they should have and could have been. So that that last part kind of fell really flat for me, it really did. But other than the very last part with Brett destroying the set, how does uh, how does this build up between Brett, um, Vince? Cena and Batista have been working out for you. you oh, like I think it? it's actually been, uh, you know, cruising right along. I think it's actually been a very, very good build-up. I mean, even you had a chance to meet the, the legendary Bret Hart. When yes, I did. Over. I don't believe a lot of people know of that. But no, I he was believe- at... Yeah, he was at Russell Reunion just, uh, uh, I guess, two weeks ago. Um, he kind of looked old. I oh. I can't deny that. But you know, he went through a stroke, and you know he's he's not extremely young. So I mean, for and I'm not trying to be um I'm not trying trying to be offensive or, or anything. But for a stroke victim, he actually looks pretty pretty good. And for him to go out in the ring and you know to be part of the just in time, can't. Sorry, my hunger got the better of me. Apparently, it did. No, but for Brett to come into the ring and get physical in any kind of way, it, you really do have to hand, him, hand it to him there. Um, Now, I got to yeah, ask look, you, man. Okay. What? Go ahead. No, no. You go ahead, I'm man. just going to say, I was just going to say, you know what I can go uh-huh. for right now? What can you go for right now? I could go for a delicious garbage plate from none other than Jimmy Z's. I, I'm telling you, dude, I really need one of these garbage plates. Dude, I'm, look, I'm serious. When, 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 when this wedding comes, you need to send for my ticket, and we're going to have your bachelor party at Jimmy Z's. That is what, that is what we're going to do. Jimmy Z will shut down the whole place for us. Oh, you know I will. You know I will. 
No, he will, man. Can't wait, because you're always ta- talking about those garbage placement. I really do need to get my hands on one of those. I really do. But as you were saying... We were talking about, you know, the this whole Vince, Cena, Bret Hart angle. Um, that is the number one angle in the Fed going right now. But the number two angle is the build-up of this unstable version of Shawn Michaels. I think that so far over the past few weeks has been just wonderfully and masterfully done. What do you think of Shawn Michaels just essentially snapping? Of course, last night, um, tagging himself in, uh, trying to make the pin in their attack match against, um, well, in, in, in the triple threat, I think they're trying to pin the Miz, and in turn, he lost the match for DX, and then afterwards, Shawn Michaels going backstage, trying to find Teddy Long, found him, and he ended up super kicking him. Shawn Michaels, his character is snapping, and I love what they're doing with Shawn Michaels. And still, even at this stage, while I do think we are going to get Undertaker against Shawn Michaels, they're leaving the door open for so many possibilities for for, uh, for him to go. Whether it's Shawn against uh, Taker, Shawn against Hunter, Shawn against... Hunter and Taker, Sean against Brett. It, it it can go anywhere, and I definitely like what they're doing with, with Shawn Michaels right now. I mean, like I said even before too, I, I, don't be surprised if you see a triple threat match at WrestleMania with Undertaker, Hunter, and Michaels. You know what? Yeah, I I kind of shot that down um, before, but you shot it, that it's definitely really a possibility bad. that they could do. How was up? I said, you shot that down so bad, it's still burning. I just have that ability, I guess. I don't know. But, I mean, look, it's still a way that they could go. I wouldn't be the biggest fan of going that route because Shawn Michaels is just – this angle is slowly becoming the number two. Almost, almost has more intrigue for me than the Bret Hart angle does. I have Shawn – yeah, like Sean. You know what? I, I'm telling you, Sean has been involved in some of the most mem- memorable angles over the past maybe two or three years. When and non-memorable. I'm sorry. And non-memorable. What do you mean non-memorable? Uh, him and JBL. I like that feud. I hated that thing. That thing was boring as hell. I guess it it wasn't everybody's cup of tea because it wasn't that realistic, you know. Sean being broken, all that. All right, fine. I get that. I like the promos and the matches weren't that bad. Um, but but Shawn Michaels, you know what? Give it to him because even if that wasn't the best ideal or uh, the angle that made the most sense, Sean made the best uh, made the best of it. And that is his uh, his ability over anything else is to adapt and to and whatever he's given to just do his best at it. And normally it comes out great. I know. Shawn Michaels, God bless him. Exactly. You know, Shawn, Shawn Michaels is just I I'm I'm gonna put it out there right now. Some some people might not like this. I, it doesn't matter, but. I'm saying right now that Shawn Michaels is the best performer 
in the business today out, out of everybody in WWE, uh, uh, TNA. Okay, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. performer. Performer, it blends it all. Blends in-ring work with, with charisma, with promo skills, um, with the ability to rally the crowd be behind them or against them. I think that there is nobody out there right now who can touch Shawn Michaels all, all around, not just in ring, not just promos, because there are guys better than him in individual de- departments. But I think that just overall, the complete package, Shawn Michaels, even though we are in his in the second part of his career, he, I, I think he's doing the best work of his career over the last maybe three or four years, maybe three, three to five years. I think that Shawn Michaels, no, no doubt today, is what Ric Flair was in the 80s and early 90s. No doubt. Do you I would have disagree with that? I agree. I Sorry. agree. I agree. I just didn't know what your definition of performer was because performer is a very broad subject. All-around performer in the wrestling business. I'm not saying just in-ring because you have your guys like Kurt Angle. Hell, your guys on the indie scene. I know that you're not big into Ring of Honor, but there is a wrestler out there uh, named Davey Richards. Technically, he is uh, amazing, probably the best North American wrestler on the scene today. But his promos are lacking. He doesn't have everything going going for him. Plus, you, you have to consider the stage that he's on. You know, he's he's on the indie scene, so people don't really. Uh, not as many people see him as they do a guy like Shawn Michaels or John Cena or Randy Orton or anybody like that. You know, it, it's different guys in each individual category that, that I would give, you know, top honors to. But just overall, the complete package, Shawn Michaels, number one spot. Agreed. No. Okay. Moving on. It is sad to say that we are going to witness yet again the demise of ECW once more. Yes. And that yes was what was a was a relief because no longer will we hear ECW fanboys crying about, Oh my god, they're trash the ECW name. You know what ECW died what this is two thousand ten. ECW died nine years ago. Nine years ago. It closed down in 2001. It's over. It's done. You know right from the very start, back in 2006, when the Fed launched ECW back, you knew that they were going to tone it down. And then, of course, after week one, after week one, fanboys started crying, oh, it's not the same ECW. You know what? Bullshit. If you thought that it was going to be like that, then you're freaking stupid. Sorry. I'm done. Damn. Go ahead, Justin. Well, now that uh, my co-host has just sent in, we are going to throw names out of a hat, well, the EZW roster, and pretend and see where they are going to be fitted. So this is going to be our fantasy draft for ECW. May it rest in peace. Of course, this stemming from the fact that Christian was on Raw last night and said that uh, as of two weeks from now, all of the ECW, uh, all of, of the wrestlers and personalities on on the ECW roster would be f- considered free agents. 
So uh, let's just go down the list just al- alphabetically and see where these guys end up. We have Kalen Croft, who who's in the tag team with Trent Beretta. Uh, you can split them up or take them as a tag team, Kalen Croft. Either Raw or SmackDown, where do you think they're going to go? SmackDown. SmackDown? I think SmackDown. Okay. All right. Is that the same pick for, uh, for Trent Beretta as well? Or did you want to... The whole tag team is going to SmackDown. All right. All right. Okay. Once again, stick it out in medical order. You have the ECW champion, Christian. Now, where do you think he's going to end up, plus what becomes of the actual ECW championship after uh, WWE NXT premieres? Okay. This one's going to be tricky because I believe wherever Edge picks to go for the title will be the opposite brand where they're going to shove Christian. It's only by... You know what? That. You know what? I think the opposite. I think that depending... I mean, right now, I think it's a foregone con- conclusion that Edge will probably go to WrestleMania and win the World Heavyweight Championship. That's what, what I think. And I do believe... That Christian, because he alluded to this on, on on Raw last night, that he was offended that, that Edge didn't even bring up the possibility of defending the title against Christian. He only said either Sheamus or The Undertaker, the current champions right now. And I think that Christian will turn heel, go to SmackDown, and feud with Edge as soon as Edge wins the world title at Mania. That's what I think. All right. And now, what to do with that ever-coveted Platinum ECW title? I believe it is going to go into the big WWE vault, which has (laughs) Jim Cornette's tennis rackets. It's also got the unlimited supply slammies, the million-dollar belt, the European title, the hardcore title, the light heavyweight title, the ever-famous white intercontinental title, Oh, that thing was awesome. I love that one. I mean, it's going right in there. It's going way with the rest of the WCW Tag Team Championships. It's all getting shoved away into the vault. Never to be heard from ever again. So how are they going to explain when Christian makes the move? I mean, will he just will he just show up on, on Raw or SmackDown just without the belt? They're just going to strip no him. They did, the same, they did the same thing when Bobby Lashley came over to Raw when he was ECW champion. They stripped That is true. That is true. And then no one uh, gave Hyden our hair what the hell happened. True, 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 true. You know what? We are going to continue this conversation, but we actually have a call in. Look who else but occasional co-host, Mr. Jay Gorgeous, man. How's it going tonight? Gentlemen, how are you? Good Pretty good, man. Yeah, Justin and Kyle, how are you? Good? Yeah, good, man. All right, well, hey, I want to congratulate Peyton Manning on his effort in the Super Bowl. And if you're a Dolphins fan, you absolutely are puking because the Saints won the Super Bowl because we had the chance to get Drew Brees back in 2006 with Nick Saban and not only did Drew Brees win the Super Bowl championship in the Miami Dolphins Stadium, but Nick Saban won the college 
championship this year with Alabama. So if you're a Dalton fan, you're not really having a good January or February. Anyway, yesterday on Raw, the new tag team champions, Big Show and The Miz, it's the Show Miz. Show Miz. That's correct. Baby, it's all about the Show Miz. The greatest tag team of this generation was born last night, and the Miz and the Big Show are going to wreak havoc for the next 10 years in the WWE. Oh, God. I'm going to call it right now. They will not lose that title, those titles for at least a year. At least a year, huh? Yeah. I mean... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm I mean, sorry. if you look at it, the tag team championships probably changed hands four times last year. Um, and I think who had it... Well, I mean, once they became unified at WrestleMania in the match that was not televised on the pay-per-view... Um, yeah, that was uh, Ms. Morrison. Yeah, they got... They then went to Jericho and Edge at Night of Champions and then, then to Edge and Big Show after the Edge injury. And now then the DX and now to Big Show and Miz. But I think that was brilliant booking because I mean I could have seen it either going to CM Punk and um, Luke Gallows or you know the Miz and Big Show and either or I think it would have pushed um, or gave a nice rub to um, the Straight Edge Society. But I mean, damn, the Miz with three championships on his waist and shoulders. I am looking forward to next Monday seeing all that gold. See, now, if he was even more of a hog, he would walk out with a slammy, too. True. And, oh, by the way, the WWE vault. The WWE vault. Don't forget about the television title. Ah, yes, the ever-coveted television title. (laughs) That was only defended on, like, uh, Clash of the Champions and Saturday Night. Wait, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't Hacksaw Jim Duggan find that belt in the trash on on an episode of WCW Thunder? I I don't know. You know, I I didn't really watch Thunder. How dare you? You were not a fan. You know what? Oh, I didn't buy the video game. Oh, I think it's a video game. terrible. That game was awful. Hey, if anybody out there is listening to the Atomic Drop Wrestling Radio Show... I just want all of you to add me on Facebook. My name is not Jay Gorgeous. It's Jay Pesson. Send me an ad. And uh, I want to see how many of you people are gorgeous tonight. What? Breaking, breaking <laughs> gorgeous tape here tonight. Gorgeous Leave it up to, to Mr. Jay Pesson to go into business for himself Try, try and get himself over on our watch. Uh, thank you for uh, uh, th- thank you for doing so. Now, 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 before you go, what? Hold on a second. Be before I let you go, make yourself useful. We're actually going through the ECW roster, and since they're becoming free agents in in two weeks or so, uh, just really, really quick, where do you think these guys are going to end up? Okay, shoot them off. Either Raw or SmackDown, all right? Shoot them off. Just, just quick answers, Raw, Raw or SmackDown. Kalen Croft. Who? 
Exactly. Exactly why they're Next getting one. rid of the Christian. Raw. Ezekiel Jackson. Smackdown. Goldust. Future Endeavored. Shelton Benjamin. Raw. The Hurricane. Future Endeavored. Trent Beretta. Who is that? <laughs> That's Taylor Powell's partner. Who? Yeah. There's another who one for you. Tyler Rex. Smackdown. Vance Archer. Smackdown. Vladimir Kozlov. Smackdown. William Regal. Money Never All. Yoshitatsu. Smackdown. Zack Ryder. Raw. Rosa Mendez. What? Rosa, Rosa Mendez? Yes. She endeavored. Abraham Washington. Oh, he's got to be on SmackDown. The announcers, Byron Saxton and Josh Matthews. Byron Saxton, Future Endeavored, and Josh Matthews is sent to be the Raw backstage host. Or, or I'm sorry, not the host, but the, the Raw backstage like interviewer. Savannah, the ring announcer for ECW, the in-ring announcer. Did she announce last night at all? She that blonde uh, that was in the ring? Dude, that was Kelly Kelly. No, that was not Kelly Kelly in the middle of the ring Kelly, doing the no. announcing. No way. Dude, that was Kelly Kelly. No, God damn. That's the beginning of the show. That's the beginning uh, of the show. Yeah, yeah. Kelly Kelly. Okay, uh, who was the woman you just said? Savannah. Uh, don't even know who she is. Future endeavored. I mean, this is. This, I mean, the people that I've said that are future endeavored. These are people that WWE can trim out of their budget. I mean, these people aren't going to make any type of future contribution. And I mean, maybe keep Goldust as far as training, like you know, help the younger guys out behind the scenes. But go on. Two more before we gotta let you go. Tiffany, the GM. Future Endeavored. And Tony Allen. Future Endeavored. Future Endeavored. Oh. All right, I'll see you guys later. See you next week. All right, then. Anything else? Uh, you, you tell me, man. Do you got anything, anything else for us tonight? Did you guys have Jimmy Z on tonight? Jimmy Z has not Jimmy. shown up yet. Okay, not yet, by no. the way, I had my first ever garbage plate at Jimmy Z's, because I've always had it at Nick Cow's, but I had my first ever Jimmy Z's place this, this past Thursday, I think it was. Wow. What was it? Wow. It was like a circus in your mouth. That was better, and yet, everybody that's listening, go to circusinyourmouth.com, and that's Jimmy Z's website. Maybe if you live close enough, he'll, he'll FedEx you a garbage plate. But, um, um, yeah, better than Nick Cow's, but I'll see you guys next week, all right? All right. Thanks a lot, Jay. See you, yeah. man. Jay Gorgeous, of course, on the line. Trying to get himself over, man. I still can't believe that. Can't believe that guy. The hell's I right. know. I know. I know. All right. So before we took that call, we were in the middle of our own list. Uh, we can do this, go through as quick as well. Uh, Ezekiel Jackson, uh, where is he going to go? Raw, SmackDown, or Future Endeavor? Sorry, where? Raw. Raw. I see him going to Raw and feuding with Mark Henry. 
Me too. Goldust. Raw. I think they're going to send him down to SCW as a trainer. I think that. I think he's better off. He's better live. Goldust has like that little pop wherever he goes live, like the little lights kick on, and he's the funniest. Yeah, but I mean, from an in-ring perspective too, they always. I mean, and it's been like this for like the last couple couple years now. They put Goldust in with guys who they want to elevate, guys like Sheamus. Guys like uh oh, guys like Yoshitatsu, even though they're they're teaming together, they had him feuding with I think it was oh who was it? I think it was Shelton Benjamin too. I'm not sure, but but he's taking the, this role where he's kind of enhancing talent to help out the younger guys, and I think that he has a tremendous mind for the business, and I think that he would be, be better suited as a trainer, dude. If they can get Norman Smiley as a trainer, the big, wiggle. the big wiggle, yes, the big wiggle. If they can get him as a trainer, then you know most definitely Goldust can make the cut. All right, a couple other names: Shelton Benjamin. Uh, I like to see him on Raw. I like to see him on Raw too. The Hurricane. I'm gonna go out okay. on a limb and say he's future endeavored. I'm going to go say SmackDown. I'm saying future endeavored, and don't be shocked to see him in TNA in uh, about 90 days. All right. Uh, All right. Chuck Beretta. SmackDown. Uh, let's see. Tyler Rex. SmackDown. Um, he's future endeavored. Vance Archer. Raw. I'm going to say SmackDown. Vladimir Kozlov? I'd like to see him on Raw. He's someone who we have not... He's, we've, he's been on SmackDown. He's been on ECW. You have not seen him really on Raw, on the Raw roster. Yeah. Uh, I could see him I, in a nice feud with Sheamus. Those matches would be atrocious, dude. But just for the hay of it, I'll I'll say Raw too. Uh, William Regal. Uh, I like to see him back on Raw. I would like to see him back on Raw, t- taking over as uh, GM or whatever his title was before he went over to ECW. Yoshitatsu with that awesome theme music. Raw. I could see him with uh, Evan Bourne. Yeah. Well, I mean. Like, you would attack him? Yes. Tell me that would not be a sweet-looking tag team. That would be a crazy-looking tag team. Sorry. That was like a theme song. Street tie. Anyway, and finally, Zack Ryder for the uh, the actual in-ring male wrestlers on the show. Zack Ryder. SmackDown. SmackDown as well. Uh, by the way, Yoshitatsu on Raw. That's my pick, Will pick as well. Rosa Mendez, of course, Mendez and Ryder are kind of an item, so do you think that she goes ahead and... Uh, she goes for, she goes right with him. Okay. I'm going to keep these two together as well, Abraham Washington and Tony Atlas. Yeah, those two go together. I I can see them on Raw. Uh, doing the show? Them. 
doing the show, yes, I can see them getting bad heat. I guess I could see that. Um, I like Abraham Washington. He's apparently a, a pretty good wrestler, and I actually want to see him wrestle one match. I mean, li- live somewhere, whether it's on ECW or on SmackDown or Raw. I think, I think if anything, they'll end up on SmackDown. That's what I think. Byron Saxton. Who's he again? He's the black announcer. Okay, uh, I think uh, the two announcers will stay the announcers for an XT. Same with okay. uh, same with uh, Savannah. And finally, the GM Tiffany. I don't know. I think that she's going to end up being an assistant to Taylor Long on SmackDown. That's my pick. All right. All right. So there you go. Of course, the WWE NXT starts not uh, next week, but the week after. So next week's edition of ECW will finally be the last one. Uh, and it's coming about it, – huh, what's up? The last one ever. The, right, the last one ever. And it, it only comes four years late, but it's okay. Now – there was some controversy over this new brand because NXT is apparently a the name of I believe it's a Scottish wrestling promotion some some country in Europe and those brand name that that those letters that brand name is actually being used so do you think that I mean it's obvious that the Fed is going to go along with it but do you think that this other company might have a claim against WWE for using their brand name? They might. They might, but I got a bigger question to ask you. Sure. Okay. Do I? Do you think I should get the peanut butter M&Ms or the handicapped cheddar fries? Cheddar fries. Cheddar fries? All right. Yeah. Of course, always nothing but uh, the most intense, serious wrestling discussion here on the show. Um, one more thing, one of the bigger topics from, from last night that I want to hit on as well, the first inductee into the WWE Hall of Fame was uh, announced, Ted DiBiase going in, finally, also overdue, what do you think of uh, Ted DiBiase finally getting into the Hall of Fame, and uh, I know it's kind of on short short notice, but what was your favorite memory of the Million Dollar Man. Million. Uh, when he actually uh, managed uh, Steve Austin. The ringmaster. Uh, yeah, you know what? Ted DiBiase was a, was a tremendous worker, but his promos were top-notch as well. Um, also, one of those, like, another one of those all-around good talents, good performers, solid in-ring, uh, solid... Um, uh, solid uh, promos as well. I believe he's one. I, I've I've heard conflicting stories. Um, he's never won the WWE Championship, right? He has not. He, Ted DiBiase, uh, or excuse me, uh, uh, excuse me, Andre the Giant won the title and then gave it to Ted DiBiase because DiBiase uh. paid him off. 
Okay. All right. So he so he's never beaten anybody to care to to you know to wear it, but he has held the championship. Okay, fine. He held it for maybe about point two two seconds. Because <laughs> that's when Andre gave the ever famous. Thank you. I always wanted to hold the double, double, double F tag team championship. Right, 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 right. Oh man. You know what? My favorite on um, Andre. My favorite Ted DiBiase memory actually came. I think it was on the on an old episode of Superstars, and it was him, Virgil, and he brought up a little kid, a little black kid, and he said, um. He said to this kid that he would give him like he's like a hundred dollars or two hundred or however much money it was, but he would give some money to this kid if he could dribble a basketball fifteen times. And this kid, to his credit, dribbled the ball. And and as soon as he got up to fourteen, DiBiase just kicked the ball away, so he didn't have to pay him. And that I mean, and the crowd just immediately booed him. And I think. That right there it was something simple, but so, and, but effective, and, it, and it's kind of something that you don't really see on TV anymore. Like characters like that, um, that are just larger than life, kind of campy, but they're also fun as well. And Teddy Biasi, that was by by far my like my greatest, uh, funnest memory of his career. And it, it should be a blast just watching him go into the Hall of Fame the night before Mania. So Who do you think is going be... to induct him? His son? Probably his son. Who or probably Virgil. will... You know what? Uh, I I think Virgil might be stuck, uh, you know, at those wrestling conventions where nobody passes by his booth. I mean, dude, have you seen the video where, it, I'm telling you, it's... It's virtual, and he's sitting in front of just a blank, not a blank. Uh, it, it it's him, it's his table, it, it's his booth, and there's literally nobody around. It's like the most sad and embarrassing thing in the world. Uh, now, I personally like Virgil. I I think he was okay, but when you see him with with, with no fans around him, that's you know that's got to be just a, a total morale killer. But I actually do think he he teaches on the side as well. Well, I think so too. I don't know. I don't know. So I, I mean, I'm guessing probably Ted DiBiase Jr. will induct his father, and uh, of course the next night I think that is is going to be DiBiase versus um, versus Orton at WrestleMania. But we'll we'll I'm I'm sure we'll talk more about. The road to WrestleMania, as it gets clear, but we still have one more week away, or two weeks away, from the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view, where it's going to be uh, Ted DiBiase, Randy Orton, Sheamus, um, John Cena. Thank you, John Cena. Triple H. Triple H and Kofi Kingston. Kofi Kingston. Those guys will be colliding in the Elimination Chamber for the WWE title. Uh, a lot of storylines going into that one very intriguing and we're going to see the final height the final build to that coming up next monday night it should be a blast coming up this thursday night the finals in the uh eight card stud tournament and the, the tna gives all that pay-per-view this sunday night can't wait to see that 
Dude, we got less than 15 seconds left to go, man. You got anything else to say to the people tonight? No, I don't. I mean, just hang in there and watch Raw next week. For sure. All right, Justin, it's time for us to get out of here. For Justin Tom, I'm Kyle Cruz. We'll see you later. Peace out. Bye.